Actually, it is not between man and man. Nor is it between woman and woman. And so this is the thing that we have out there. And some folks are trying to bring it into this part of the world. And you'll notice something very beautiful about Africa. I mean, we, about these African people. Very interesting. I remember that um, when some people were trying to say that uh, we should approve, um, legally approve uh, homosexuality, I remember that um, the former president, uh, President Goodluck Jonathan, kicked against it. And it kind of uh, um, made us not to be acceptable, accepted rather, to the U.S. government at that time. But I thank God that he was able to stand against it. And there are quite a number of African countries also that stood against You will think that they will know better than us, but we're the one that, that, that is now standing for what God is saying. Even when we thought that it is our culture to be, you know, polygamous and all that, but those of us that have seen the Bible, we have seen that that is the way it should be. And so, so even when the Western world are saying, no, it shouldn't be like that, that you can, a man can marry a man and a woman can marry, we are saying no. Because it is not in line with the word of God. And so that's the reason why recently, when the, the Methodist church in the UK were saying that they were okay with um, man and man stuff, woman and woman stuff, the church, Methodist church in Nigeria said, no, 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 no. If that is the route you want to go, we don't want to go with you. The Bible says, have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? He did not say male and male, and he did not say female and female. And so if somebody is talking somewhere, I, recently one uh, young man that is quite close to me was talking about another gentleman that we both um, knew who's gone back to the who's gone to the US now. And we're just talking about him. And this is a guy that was that that used to sing very nicely in the church. He happened to be somebody working in a company that I used to work for. A copywriter. Nice young man, Christian young man, that my friend took to his church to go and sing and all that. And he was working among the choristers. And the young man, this other guy now told me, Daddy, do you know that? This guy suddenly said that he wasn't doing anymore. Put his wife away and said, he's uh, homosexual. I said, what? What? Is it possible? Praise the name of the Lord. And so, Christian marriage, is there is no polygamy in Christian marriage, and it is, there is no same sex in Christian marriage. Paul sees Adam and his wife Eve as a type of, of Christ and his bride, which is the church. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 31 and 32. The Bible says, Paul said, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh, he said, this is a great mystery, 
but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Okay? So it reminds us of the need for personal purity, knowing that our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit and that one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. And because of that truth, we are to flee sexual immorality. The Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. The Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, that scripture says, let marriage, it said, marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled. It said, but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Fornicator and adulterers. And so let's look, look at fornication and adultery. Fornication and adultery are used interchangeably in the Bible for sexual immorality. So sometimes you will find that they will just generally call it adultery. Sometimes you will find that they generally call it fornication. But let's understand it clearly. Let's have a good understanding. Fornication is generally consensual sexual intercourse between two people not married to each other. Consensual sexual intercourse between two people not married to each other. But when one or more of the partners having consensual in, uh, sexual intercourse is married to a third person, it is called adultery. That is, when a man that is not married and a woman that is not married, if they have any sexual intercourse together, because they are not married, what they have done is called fornication. Now, if the man is married and he misses up with a lady that is not married, it is called adultery. If the woman is married and she misses up with a young man, a man that is not married, it is still called adultery. Now, if the two of them are both married, it is still called adultery. Okay, so, but in the modern usage, the term is... You will hear they will say premarital sex. It's a, it's a nicer way of saying it. They don't want to call it fornication. They call it what? Premarital. So they don't want to call the adultery. They call it extramarital. Whether it is extramarital or fornication or adultery, or premarital, it is a sin. Praise the name of the Lord. And so whatever term used, sex that is not with one's marital partner is repulsive to God. It is repulsive to God. And as such, it is a sin. 
And that's the reason why we have the warning. The warning that says, and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Now, the Old Testament law lists a number of behaviors that were punishable by death. And among the things that were listed is adultery. Just like I said to you, it is called adultery there. But it is talking about both fornication and adultery. In, 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 in Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10, the Bible says, If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, with the wife of his neighbor, both the adulterer and the adulteress are to be put to death. This is a punishment. This is a consequence of it at that time. In Deuteronomy chapter 22, reading from verses 22 to 24. Deuteronomy chapter 22, reading from verses 22 to 24. Look at, hear the scripture again. Say, if a man be found lying with a woman married to an husband, then they shall both of them die. Both the man that lay with the woman and the woman, so shall thou put away evil from Israel. And it goes on to say, if a damsel, that is a young woman, damsel that is a virgin, be betrothed Unto a horse, unto an husband, and the man find her in the city and light with her. He said, Then ye shall bring them both out into the gate of that city, and ye shall stone them with stones that they died. The damsel, because she cried not, being in the city, and the man, because he had humbled his neighbor's wife. So thou shalt put away evil from among you. So you see there now, you can see that we talk about a young woman, we talk about married person. The Bible says that if they were found at that time, they would be killed. And so that is how serious, that is how repulsive the issue of uh, fornication and uh, adultery is to God. So it is important to note that the punishment was the same for both parties involved when it is not a thing that uh, is not the punishment is not given to man alone and the punishment is not given to the woman alone you can see you remember the story the, the a woman that was caught in adultery and she was dragged to Jesus Christ and G, and they were asking Jesus Christ what do we do to this woman you know they said that the law of Moses says that uh, she should be stoned to death and all that you understand? Um, Jesus did something. Jesus, the Bible says that he bent down and he was scribbling something on the floor, you know, on the ground, rather. And uh, he now told them the one who has not done the same thing should cast the first stone. You know, my understanding of that is that Jesus bent down and he was scribbling the sins of everybody on the ground. And when each of them came and they peeped and they saw that they had written their name, and 
<laughs> dropped the stone and went. But that is not actually the real gist. The real thing that I want to bring out is this. Where was the man? Because it takes two to do it. Where was the man? But that, that is how people can be unfair. You understand? But we saw that in the Bible, the two of them were supposed to be stoned to death. Okay, so at the time that God was establishing this thing, there was no double standard that allows for a man to engage in casual sex. Everyone that committed the sin of fornication and adultery were put to death together. The man was punished right along with the woman. Now, today, the Bible does not recommend any sort of punishment for adultery and fornication. No. We are not told to stone people to death today. However, the act of adultery carries its own punishment. Sexual sin is an offense against one's own body. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. It says, flee fornication. Say, every sin that a man doeth is without, that is outside of the body. But he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. Now, we have from um, quite a number of scriptures, but nicely concentrated in Proverbs chapter 5 to 7, you know, some of the consequences of uh, adulteries and adultery and fornication. So the book of Hebrew, uh, Proverbs, one of the consequences of adultery, talking about loss of honor and strength, a ruined reputation, bondage and death, self-destruction, and the vengeance of a jealous husband. And it also talks about, in uh, Proverbs chapter 6, verses 27 to 29, it says, Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? So he that goeth into his neighbor's wife, whosoever touches her shall not be innocent. And so there are serious, serious consequences for, you know, fornication and adultery. And so we need to be very careful. You, you, you see that, well, I, when I was looking at this and I was thinking, why should I be talking about this? But I now realize that this matter has become very rampant, very serious. The thing is that it is until you are caught, until they are caught. Now, who could have thought that, is it Chima and Dabichi? What's the name of that young girl? Say it again. Who could have thought that a 21-year-old girl, a 21-year-old girl, will know where they rent, um, what, is it shortlets they call it? Who would have thought that a 21-year-old girl will know that a 21-year-old girl? And so that's the girl that you just see, an innocent girl. God bless you, daddy, God bless you. Who would have thought that such a girl would be? And so one will say, is it, is it 
Is it something that should be spoken about? Yes. Go to Unilag. Stand somewhere. Why are you laughing? And you will see boys and girls holding themselves anyhow. If they are able to hold themselves anyhow outside, what will they do in corners? What will they do? Praise God. Praise God. The Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. The Proverbs also outline the character of an adulterer. It's called simple and senseless. It's compared to an animal caught in a snare and then slaughtered. Ah. Did you see that in that gentleman, that Chimandabi, what's her name, sir? Chidima. Did you see that in that man? What? Did you see that? Caught in a snare and then what? Slaughtered. Can you imagine a very successful gentleman that was not going to turn 50, very successful, a CEO of a, you know, television and all, somebody that you describe as very successful, very handsome, has a wife and children. Can you imagine how they just wasted his life just like that? It will remain, it will forever be an embarrassment to his children. It will forever be an embarrassment to his siblings. It will be an And so somebody will look at the scripture and say, what are you talking about? There's nothing that happens that is not written in the Bible. Can you just see that? See that very, very funny thing. A man who commits adultery has no sense. Whoever does so destroys himself. And finally, proverb writer comes to this terrible conclusion about adultery. In um, Proverbs chapter, praise God. Yes, in Proverbs chapter twenty, uh, Proverbs chapter seven. Proverbs chapter seven, please. Can you give me Proverbs chapter seven, verses twenty? Okay, twenty-six and twenty-seven. It says, "For she cast down, talking about adultery." Say she cast down many wounded. Yea, many strong men have been slain by her. That is talking about fornication and adultery. That's what is called her there. Is it? Is it? A house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. Did you see that? Did you see that in that gentleman? Now that one is made. There's a public, you know, display of that gentleman. There are so many people that are not as displayed like that. I met a gentleman. I met a gentleman, nice, gentle, gentleman, good. I actually met him for the first time in the church. And the, the man who invited me to that church uh, just introduced him to me as uh, their friends. Uh, they, they, are to, uh, they are friends. They had him as their common friend. And the man was successful in Abuja. And the man he was always very benevolent to them, nice to them, because he had a lot of money. And all of a sudden, they told me he died. Ah, what could have killed that man? What could have killed that man? It was later that my friend said, Musina AIDS. 
Praise God. Praise God. And so quickly, without looking at your notes, I would like us to discuss consequences of fornication for young people. Can somebody, don't look at your notes now. Please, can you tell me what you can think, what you think should be the, will be consequences of a fornication? Yes? Yes, ma'am. Please, especially young people, listen very well now. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The, uh, one's fellowship will be totally affected. One fellowship with God will be affected. It will be no, it, it, there will be no more fellowship. With God. Yes, it will. There will be like a cut in transmission. Yes, sir. We will not be able to relate with God. Yes. Did you hear that? Okay. Another consequence. Don't look at your notes because I know I put that there in case. But I don't. Yes. Loss of dignity, sir. Okay, can you explain it to me? A woman, a lady that is not married and a guy sleeps with, the, the pride of womanhood is reduced and she has lost something. And even the man will no longer weigh her until when a man is there to sleep with a lady, he is after you, he wants to get you, you are everything. The moment he gets it, he's like, it's all over. That is true. Lost of dignity. Yes, another, another consequence. Thank you very much. Lost of dignity, yes. Consequence, yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There will be low self-esteem. It will unwanted pregnancy. Okay, no, no, no. Just say one, because... We are many here, and I want as many people that will just contribute something to say something. Low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Okay. Can you explain it? Uh, psychological. The life of that person. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Echo, echo. Some people will have low self-esteem. Okay. Because, um, especially when, do you know sometimes? The boys, when they have done something with it, they don't keep their mouth shut. They tell their friends. And once they see it, <laughs> and before you know it, you don't want to go in that area anymore. You understand? And when you are even passing and you are forced to go in that area, you look. Okay? Any other? Yes? Yes? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It hinders prayer life. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. It uh, leads to guilt and shame. You won't be able to come boldly to Yes. To you, can, you can bring shame. You can bring shame. Except, except you have you've become hardened. Like all those girls that were in Big Brother Nigeria. They, were, they are hardened. Those ones are hardened. Unfortunately, the moment... Some of them finished in that program. They went and started celebrating them. Governors was giving them things. This, ah, you are you laughing. It's true now. One, one of them got an appointment as a special assistant. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that we are all mad people here? 
a governor, you saw some crazy things that they do. You see, the thing is this, eh? it's bad enough that you are doing it in secret. You just go and display some stupid stupidity on the national television and some people see, didn't see any reason to dissociate themselves from it and they celebrated them. That's a shameful thing. And so, it, they can have shame, sir, until they become what? Hardened. So, when they become hardened, they don't have any shame anymore. Any other explanation? Any other thing? Yes, sir. Yes. It yes, could actually also lead to a lady's life as in destiny not fulfilled. Yes. It could, it could derail their destiny. Could derail their destiny. This one is a very serious one. It could derail their destiny. But how does it derail destiny? Okay, for instance, when you have a young lady that has a very promising future, and before you know it, she got pregnant in the middle of it. If the person has a very, probably a very disciplinarian uh, parent, and they said, oh, is that what you have chosen for your life? Then here you are. At the end of the day, she may not be able to like further her education and any, every other thing can actually, you know, it, it has a ripple effect. Do you know that, thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you. What she just said, do you know that it even affects them in developed countries, not just here. In the developed countries, the moment, you know, they are still in, do they call it high school, and they get pregnant, they start dragging children. And the boy that impregnated them, oh, you know, I, I, I look at a lot of things on the YouTube. The, girl that, the boy that impregnated them, the girl boy doesn't have money. And do you know that sometimes if you go to New York and some places, you will see a girl begging money, dragging a child. Praise God. You want to say something? Yes, sir. Occasionally, it can lead to death. It can also lead to death. That's it. It can lead to death. How? Can you tell us? We have seen some, we have uh, had several occasions where uh, girls carries Aristo, and from there, they use, they use our rituals. Oh, that's another, oh my God, that's another level entirely. That is another level entirely. I thought you were going to talk about the fact that some of them, to conceal it, they will try abortion. In fact, in fact, this matter is, uh, I, I really, you know, I, I, I don't want to have, can I say this, eh? At some point, I didn't want to have a female child. And I'm not kidding you because the lives of female children, I mean, girl, they call them girl child. Very fragile. Because some stupid, stupid boy can just mess with a girl and he will still go back to school and he'll go and do and do and do and do and come out and do and eventually look for a fine girl and marry. Meanwhile, he has messed up the life of a girl. And so that's why we need to encourage all the girls. Please be very careful. Even, not, even when you are not even young, you are matured and all that, and you are waiting. Be very careful. Now, I, I know somebody had boyfriend and all that. And trying to be a Christian. A day came... I had to tell the person the truth. I said, you see, listen to me. You are a Christian, fine. You are trying to be a Christian. You are matured in age and all that. And you think, like I said, this guy will not settle down with you. Why? Because she has seen you finish. And this is your Christianity. She does, he doesn't believe it. 
he doesn't believe it because they know what you are not meant to do. They know what you are not meant to do. They are the one asking you to do, but they know that you are not meant to do it. And so, when you do the thing that you are not meant to do, what do they do? And I always tell girls, you will never find a boy that tells you you are useless there up front. What will he tell you? You know something? In fact, in fact, I don't even know what you do to me. I don't, I don't understand. Because the moment I see you, I just say, they'll just start telling you, telling you nonsense. But the moment they are done with you, they say, oh my God. And so why will any girl allow such to happen to them? And so please, we, I want to encourage all our females, especially those of you that are yet to get married, be very careful. So what we wrote there is, Broken fellowship with God, guilt and shame, loss of dignity, low self-esteem, even fears. And oh, we didn't even remember sexually transmitted diseases. Sexually transmitted diseases. Then we talk about unwanted pregnancy and abortion that could lead to the damage of reproductive organs. There are people who have done abortion, done abortion, have done abortion, until even uh, the doctors doing abortion for them will tell them that this next one that you do, you'll die. You. Meanwhile, some of them are not able to bring forth anymore. Now, please, can I say this to you? Eh? Some of the, let me tell you this. Now, you might find some people that are doing these things and it doesn't appear like they are facing any consequence. What I say to, the, to people is this. Sometimes, you see some people, nothing happens to them. But when you do it, you can then get into trouble. Because I know a friend of mine, we grew up together. We were rascals together. We grew up bad boy together. Thank God that God helped me. This, my friend, he was the original. In fact, it was when people sit down, they say that every bad thing that I knew is the one that taught me. This one was every bad thing that I knew is the one, is the one that taught everybody every bad thing that they knew. Can I tell you something? That, that my friend has kept only one wife all his life, has um, four children, and they're all doing very well. Not had any child outside of marriage and all that. Meanwhile, some silly people would think that, yes, this one is doing it and is getting away with it, and they also can do it. Then you now find that before they knock this one, they already have one child there. They knock the one, they already have and the man will not have no money to live, and their life will be very miserable for them. And and so the fact that some people do some things, because I know that in the heart of some of us that you'll be saying, Oh, uh, is it always like that? No, some people may do it and get away with it. But are you sure you are going to get away with it? And so that's the reason why we need to be very careful. You are going to find some girls who follow Aristos in the universities and they're going to come out and they're going to marry one nice guy, pilot, doctor. And you, that you are nice, nice, nice before, that now this went astray at some point, you now come out and there are no mechanics are ready for you. Because you are carrying a child, you are carrying this and you are carrying that. And so please, we need to be very careful. Now, there are consequences to marriage also. Consequences which concern, concern, I mean, concern relationship with God. That is grieving the, God, grieving the Lord, discrediting, discrediting 
the name of God that is dragging the name into the mud. You know, sometimes, especially those of us that are Christians, if we are found doing something, and uh, some people say, oh, you see, it's a Christian. And it's a Christian. You need to be very careful. Lots of reward and commendation from God. One day having to look at Jesus face to face to give an account, forcing God's discipline in various ways. Okay, that is God will give them discipline. God will discipline them, rather. Relationship with spouse and family. Untold heart to spouse. You know, when a man, when a man has messed up, sometimes the, the wife is, they, they, are, they are scarred in their heart. And sometimes they feel, those women feel so bad. But you can imagine where if a man gets his wife committing, it's even easier when it is the other way around. I'm not saying it is right. But just imagine any man that catches his wife committing adultery. Have you, have you seen a man that... There is nothing the woman will say again. What do you want to say again? Because every time he will be reacting it in his head, have you Praise God. <laughs> if adultery should continue or if spouse is unable to forgive, it could lead to the loss of that spouse. Because a, a, a man may say, well, I can't, I, no, 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 I, I really cannot. I can't accept it. And the children could, you know, will not be happy and all that. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name. So we, we can look at all that um, later. So why will God judge fornicators and adulterers? Why will God judge fornicators and adulterers? We've seen it in the scripture earlier. Because they destroy their own lives. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 and I say, flee fornication. It says, every sin that a man doeth is without the body. He said, but he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. And he said, what know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, he said, we, I mean, know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. And then moves on to say, if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. And so we see that when a man commits fornication or adultery, he is, is doing something against himself because he has the judgment of God against him. The Bible says, he, he said, we are the temple of God. And it says that the one that defiled the temple, it says, God will judge. Praise the name of the Lord. God will destroy such a person. Those who are Christians are especially guilty because they have taken the members of the body of Christ and made them the member of a harlot. That is the, the, when a Christian does it, is even worse because it's, it's a, taking the member of the body of Christ and make them members of a harlot. The Bible says in that First Corinthians 
chapter 6, verses 15 and 16. It says, Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ. It says, Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? Say, God forbid. Say, What? Know ye not that ye which is joined to an harlot is one body? So when we, when we carry the body of Christ and we go and join it with an harlot, it means that we carry the body of Christ and we make it that of a harlot. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And the Bible says that uh, those who... In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20, it says, What know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? It says, For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, say, glorify body, I mean God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And so we like um, bring shame and disrepute and disrespect to the body, I mean to the temple of Christ, to the body of Christ. Praise God. Conclusion. Now, to close on a more positive note, there is hope for those who have been guilty of adultery and fornication. And so this, 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 this lesson is not a, a condemnation. It's not for condemnation. There is hope for those. It is just to point our attention to it and so that if there's anything that we need to do about it, we will do. There is hope for those who might be guilty of adultery and fornication because they may not escape some physical consequences of their action, but they will escape the eternal, they have the privilege, the opportunity of escaping the eternal consequences if they will ask for forgiveness. The Bible says, as we, it says, it says the Bible says in um, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter, that scripture that we read, 9 and 10, it says, do not, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, adulterers, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor reviler, nor extortioner, will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, in Amazon to verse 11, it says, it says, and such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God, which means that it doesn't matter who we are, it doesn't matter how bad we are, if we will go to God and ask for forgiveness, is ready to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I pray that somebody here will hear what we have just spoken about today, and if there's something like that happening in your life, you will desist from it, and the Lord will accept you unto himself in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. I told you sometime, some many, many years back, many, many, many years back, I spoke some things, and a lady came to me and started crying, and told me the entanglement, the trouble that she was in at that time. Do you know how it was for her? She would tell the man, I don't want to do anymore. She was in one of the higher institutions. And the man would be quiet for some time. Then the man would send the driver to go and pick her. And just like a fool, 
she will follow again. And it was just like she was tied permanently to that man. She couldn't extract herself from it. She came around and we prayed and uh, somehow she began to get the, the, gra I mean, the grace, the strength to be able to resist the man. Praise the name of the Lord. So if there's anyone who is already in that kind of trouble, God is waiting for you. He's willing to help you. And surely it will help you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Any vial? Praise the Lord. Oh, okay. This is Peter. Abi, your Kule. name is Peter. No. What's Kule. your name? Kule. Kule. Who is Peter? Somebody that looks like you, Abi. Kule. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, this question I want to ask uh, is, I deliberately want to ask the question because of some Christians that are practicing this or some unbelievers that are doing this and then uh, this could probably be the only thing that may not you know, allow them to get to heaven. Now, we talk about some things in the Old Testament and then we, we juxtapose them with things in the New Testament. We discover that, especially when it comes to sexual sin, that the consequence is more strict even in the Old Testament than that of the New Testament. That talk about fornication, adultery, and all that. But there's something that I've not really get a clear cut of for a while. That is polygamous. Now, we discover that a lot of people in the Bible, in the Old Testament, actually had more than one wife. And then uh, each time any, maybe anybody wants to talk about this, the only verse they talk about is that Genesis that says that so sh uh, for this reason a man shall leave his father's house and cleave to his wife. And they will say, the Lord did not say his wives. That's the only thing. But the truth of the matter is, I can't really find anywhere in the Bible where it is written that it is wrong for a man to marry more than one wife. I, 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 as in, I, I, maybe I've not really searched very well. Now, it is now a thing for some people, because I, I know of a particular man that this man is a Christian, he believes in God. He prays to God. In fact, he has a very strong faith. But he has more than one wife. And when he wants to marry them, he doesn't just speak. He will marry them legally. They will do normal marriage after he had one wife. And, and I keep thinking, how can one explain things to this man? Because it seems he knows it. He understands it. And he does not really see anything wrong in it. But I still believe that it's wrong. But each time I try to like look for, you know, a word of exact thing in the Bible that says, uh, or, or how can I prove that that thing is wrong? I, I don't know. Maybe you can just explain uh, to us so that we would know better about polygamous and why it is wrong. Well, I I guess you already know what I know. <laughs> no, I, I guess that's all that I know. You understand? That's all that I know. The Bible says, it, may, it says, they twin. Did you hear? It said, they twin shall be one flesh. It did not say 
day three, nor day four, nor day five. He said, day twin shall be one flesh. And Jesus reiterated it when he said it. Paul the Apostle said it also. You understand? I think that is sufficient for us to know that they were not supposed to be three. Day twin, male and female, day twin. That is all that I know from the Bible. Praise the name of the Lord. And so, and I think that is sufficient. Yes. If you look at the Old Testament, you will notice that there are so many things. You will, if you look at the Old Testament, yes. you will notice that many of them got into polygamy by error. Okay. Now, take the example of Abraham, for instance. He got into it by error. It was his wife that said to him, why don't you try my maid? And the maid became a snare. It became a trouble for them. Okay. Take um, uh, Isaac did not go into it. Jacob went into it. In fact, do you know that Esau was such a crazy person? Married two people at the same time. Yes. You understand? Yes. And you know, many of the things, it was a profane. It was profane. It was said to be profane. And Jacob got into it by error. It was one woman that he was asking for. Before they gave, they tricked him and they now said, now you have to do some work to get the second one. He got the second one. And because uh, one was not uh, having children, say, let me borrow you my house help. He got the third one. They want to say, ah, you know, you can borrow somebody your house help. Me too, I go borrow my. And that's how the man ended up with four. Now, you will see that most of the time, it was not meant to be so. Do you understand? It was not meant to be so. So that's the much that I know. They twin shall be one flesh. Now, there is no room for three in yes. that arrangement. Yes. Yes. And so that is sufficient for me. Okay. Uh, thank you, sir. I, I am getting it clear. But I, I want to ask this last question. What, how, why did God allow Solomon to have so many wives? I, Solomon, I, I, I believe, is someone that... Uh, that got close to God as well. And then, I'm not sure if that thing was counted as an offense for him. And then, Oh, you don't even know that the downfall of Solomon was the many wives. Because all of them brought their gods to him and they worshipped their gods. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I think. All right. It was the many wives of Solomon that became a snare to him. You understand? Solomon had nearly everything going well for him. That was the problem. You want to say something, man? Yes, go ahead, please. Now, based on the way you have explained, I think that question is, we should be in a position to explain to people. The fact that we, uh, they were doing it does not mean God gave approval. Like you have told us, in the beginning, the very beginning, God made them male and female. No, uh, they were human beings. They were, they were just reacting. They were living. And if you read the Bible, the Bible talks about what God expects of us, what we should do. Does it mean that they were, everybody was following the way of God? Even when Moses 
brought the commandments, even when they fulfilled God, they were still deviating. When God gave instruction, don't eat this manner, don't keep it, they still kept it because they were human and they had the choice to make. But God did not give room for making it, uh, make, uh, marrying another wife. So if somebody is using that, they were human beings that live on the surface of the earth, not following the instruction of God. The law has been made, the, the commandment has been set from the beginning. This is how it should be. This is what you should do. And if they choose to go the other way, and everyone that went the other way paid the price for it. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Praise God. So you have it. So they, they did something against the instruction of God. And of course, for every of such a thing, you have some their consequences. Okay. Okay. Bio wants to speak. Bio. Daddy, thank you, sir. Thank you. I've been following your study from the beginning, and I love it so much, sir. Okay. And you talk about the wedding, daddy. Eh? All about marriage. Let us talk about it. About what? Marriage, marriage. Marriage, okay. When I was young. You got married. No, no, no. I thought you wanted to say, when I was young, I got married. When I was young, you know, I was a very handsome, intelligent, rich boy. Brilliant. Yeah. And so, good looking. And I, I, I was a unilag. Uh, so I have all these beautiful girls around me. Uh, and I don't give it like my father. It looks like me. But it's not married. You wanted to be like I your father. I don't want to be like him. Oh, you didn't want but to be like your father. Many from outside. Oh, okay. So I now use my wisdom to do something. Out of all the many girls that like me, because I'm very intelligent, mm. and I choose one. You chose one. And I love her so much. I give her everything in the world. But that is girl breaks my heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's where you are going. No, it's not done. That's where you are going. I like, I like, I like the build up. I like the build up. This guy is a very brilliant guy. <laughs> no, that is all. And I said, till then, my heart has been stopped. Uh-huh. Because I, I don't commit fornication. I don't commit immorality. And I see poor. Actually, I'm, I'm not a sexual artifact. So what is the question? What is the question? Oh, you are just explaining to us. What he's saying is that they broke his heart. Praise God. But let me say something to you. The fact that somebody has broken your heart does not mean that there's no girl out there that is designed specifically for you. And so keep praying about it. Every man needs a woman. Every woman needs a man. And that's why that scripture says marriage is honorable. You understand? It's a good thing. It's a very nice thing. It is honorable. And so please keep praying. And God will give you a lady that will not break your heart. Amen. Okay, you talk to me. Um, I want to go on that consequences to the to the marriage. Yes, sir. And uh, I think on that you said if adultery sh- should continue or if the spouse is unable to forgive, it could lead to the loss of him or her. Um, I just I am 
most of the time, you know, the last thing you said, you said, um, you mentioned about if someone has been into it, they can ask for forgiveness yes. and they will forgive you. Yes. Now, I want to say that, um, um, and you know, you mentioned something, you said, when it happens to the man, it's easy. When it, when it happens to the, when man does it, it's easy for the, for most of the time, women tend to be a bit more for easily forgiving. Now, when the woman does it to the man, it's as if maybe what, um, uh, it's a scar, it's a scar for, for life. I want to say that um, um, it's in, in, the, in the sight of God. Anyone, anybody that is entering into it should know the consequences of that. It's destructive. Yes. It's difficult to get out of that pit. Yes. It takes the grace of God. It takes a, a, a husband that can walk in love mm. truly. Mm. It takes a wife that can walk in love. Yes. When you get into that pit, it's difficult to get into it. It's not even what a child of God should even attempt. In effect. Once you cross that barrier, you cross into shame. You, are, you are, know you read some part proverb. Some of the things you said, you will. You know you said the physical consequences. Forget it. The other aspect of it, if you run to God quickly, that's when you escape the shames and the disgrace that come to you. Because eventually, one person will find out and the stigma will be there. It's not easy to, to get that. You might get to God and God, you try, you forgive. You understand me? You might not be able to wash away the shame that come to you, the consequences that come to you. It might destroy so many things. Yes. You might be forgiving. Yes. You might destroy so even spiritually. Yes. For you to pray with that person. But yes, I know what you, I know what you're saying. But can I say this? Can I say this? I have had to mediate on a case before. Serious matter. And the man the man wasn't like he caught his wife with one person. Multiple You know, that's uh, maybe sometimes if it doesn't happen to you, you may not know what will happen. This man caught his house, his, I mean, caught his wife with a number of men. But can I tell you something? This man still spoke to me to speak to his wife. And they still settled the matter. And they continued to their love. They will come to church in a uniform. And some time ago, I saw them. They traveled abroad with their children. And they, were, they had a lot of beautiful pictures. So this man still forgave his wife. What am I saying? I'm saying that it is only God. It's not only God that is able to forgive. That are men. You think, yes, it's hard. But that are men that are able to look away. Forgive and continue. You understand? It's just that nobody prays that some of these things will happen. But when they do happen, we find people who are able to say, I forgive you. I forgive you because I'm not perfect myself. Now, if you can check yourself, if you promise to be of good behavior, we'll forget about it. You understand? It is here that people don't forgive easily. Out there in the Western world, they forgive. You know, things like this. Even they are not Christian. They just, yes, they forgive. But here we find out, I, I know 
I had to deal with an issue. You understand? And the man forgave his wife. Not one person, multiple. And the man, the man had gone to beat a person up because of his wife. And the person was saying, ah, Exactly. And I'm not kidding you. It's your wife. Right? And the man told me himself. It wasn't somebody. He told me himself. Yet he still forgave his wife. So it's still possible. Praise God. Please let's rise to our feet. Now, the Bible made us to understand that every sin is outside of the body. But it says that the sin of fornication and adultery is a sin against our body. So, it's a serious sin. Let's pray to God that God will help us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As many of us that are in that problem, let's ask God. God, please have mercy on me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As many of us that are not in it, we are going to ask God, God, please help me. Help me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Shall we pray? Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, Lord, I'm asking Jehovah, Lord, that you will please help us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I ask, O oh Lord, that you will please help me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help me, O oh Lord, to keep myself, O oh Lord, for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, I'm asking Jehovah, Lord, that, Lord, you will help me, Lord, to guide my heart, to guide my eyes, to guide my thoughts in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, please help me, O oh Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me not ensnare myself by, O oh Lord, sexual um, immorality in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, please help me, O oh Lord. If you are somebody who has the problem, ask God. Is it before God that you are at this point? Ask him to help you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Like I told you earlier, that I, I know people that have been in that situation and they still clean up. God still had mercy on them and they still had a good life. Ask God to help you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we want to thank you. Lord, it is not like we have not heard that this sin of fornication and, and adultery is extremely repulsive to you. It is not like we have not heard of the consequences of this sin. But Lord, we want to ask the Jehovah Lord that now that we have heard it again, the grace, O oh Lord, to flee further fornication, grant unto us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, that we will not just be hearers of your word deceiving ourselves, that we will be doers of your word in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father, for we pray it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. How did we stay this late? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>